This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Hi there. Welcome to Pure Skin Talk. My name is Devin MacArthur. I am a licensed esthetician and certified makeup artist. This podcast is for anyone who wants to learn more about skin and how to take care of it. From acne to anti-aging, I am covering it all and making it easy to understand. Follow me on Instagram at pureskinoc. everyone. So we're going to do things a little differently today. So I um, get requests from other estheticians around the country, um, you know, for help, for advice on different things, whatever. And I, I love to help. A lot of the times I do get the same questions. So when an esthetician reached out to me last week, I thought, let's turn this into a podcast. So she asked me questions and then of course that turns into conversations. Um, so this is definitely more geared to the esthetician, student esthetician, whatever. Um, not that, you know, if you're not one, you can still listen. You might, you know, learn something or whatever. It might be interesting, but definitely this one is geared more towards uh, the esthetician. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, Stacy was really nice. She's located on the East Coast in New Jersey. Um, she's so sweet and so nice. And it, I really enjoyed my conversation with her. So I hope that you do as well. Uh, so we'll get that started in just a minute here. Um, I just got to take care of business, of course. Don't forget to follow me on social media at PeerskinOC, and you can visit my website and my online store at PeerskinOC.com. And of course, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. That really, really helps uh, generate more listeners and, uh, you know, just helps me out. So I would really appreciate it. You know, five star review would be really great. Thank you so much. And I hope you guys enjoy this. I am going to cut this into two parts because it did go a little long. So, um, the, here's the first part of my conversation with Stacy. Enjoy. Thanks everybody. Let's, let's get going. Alrighty. Okay. So Devin, how long have you been an esthetician? Um, I officially got my license November 9th, so I'm almost at nine years. And then I had my first job, I started in that following February. What was your first job? I worked inside of a salon, and mm -hmm. I was very fortunate because I was able to, it was 100% my business. I was able oh, to wow. pick the lines. I was able to retail the lines. Like they had no part of my business at all. So my little room was all mine. So I was very, That's very fortunate. impressive just finishing school to be able to do that. Well, you know, I was older. <laughs> I, you right, know, I was right, in my right. early 30s when I started. So just a different mindset. But I was just, I was ready to go. So, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, I graduated school quickly. Like I was just right. like, let's do this. And so you went from there to owning your own business well so, I guess that was your own business yeah that so, you so that was anywhere for anybody else correct I never worked for anybody else 
after okay. um, after I left the salon, it was about two years after I opened my own little place. So uh-huh. I'm from a small town called um, Villa Park, and it's uh-huh. literally like two miles by two miles. Um, but we're surrounded by bigger cities because we are in Orange County. So that's where I grew up, and that's where my first job was. I was actually able to work in the same center as where I grew up. So when after I left them, I just moved across the center and opened up my own place. Uh-huh. And I was financially in a good place and able to do all that because my business uh-huh. was strong. But once I got into that bigger place, I had other things to worry about. I had to worry about filling those those rooms, making sure I could pay electricity, like all those things. Right. And right. that was such a stress and such a headache, mm-hmm. and I hated it. Um, so when after a year, I was able to get out of my lease. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. And so then, so would you say? I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. So would you say that was maybe like your biggest mistake? Yes. I mean, I hate to look at it as a mistake because right, it's a learning experience. Yes. I learned so much and I probably would be in a position now where I would still kind of want to do it, you know, right. and kind of wonder. Um, but I got burned pretty badly. So I just, I, I'm pretty happy where I'm at now. I just, I have, it's back to just having my own space. I'm only across the street now. So I never, the, the two times I've moved, it's never been far enough where I lost clients. Um, so I'm really lucky there too, but yeah, I mean, that definitely was my biggest mistake, but also, you know, the biggest lesson. Right. But if I could go back, I wouldn't have done it again. (laughs) (laughs) And so you start on your own and how do you pick a skincare line? Research, research, research. Um, I just, I, right before I graduated, uh, there was a local trade show in Long Beach. And so I went to that. And I got tons and tons and tons of samples. I talked to other estheticians. Um, I'm still good friends with one of the girls I went to school with. And so her and I always go back and forth. Um, and I just, you know, I was looking for something that was affordable because I don't think that just because you're using professional products, you should have to spend thousands of dollars on your skin. Right. So I wanted something affordable and I wanted something that obviously, you know, gave results to somebody's mm-hmm. skin. So, um, that's, I mean, I don't feel like I was looking for a lot, but, um, turns out I was, but then so I found try, like trying it out on yourself. Um, sometimes, what you did. sometimes I have a lot of family, um, mm-hmm. and my skin is really sensitive, so I have to be careful. I can't really do a lot of experimenting on my skin. Um, mm-hmm. But I have a family who is willing, friends who are willing, you know, excited, of course, you know, trying right, new stuff. Yeah. So that's kind of, um, that's kind of where I started. I just had to experiment on other people to find out what would work and what wouldn't. And mm-hmm. so, yeah. And then I just, you know, SkinScript came along and I was like, this is exactly what I'm looking for. And then soon after that, I found Lemieux and I love their serums. And then... Over time, I've incorporated more of their products, but I feel really lucky with those two product lines because they're pretty close to me. Uh, SkinScript is in Arizona, and then mm-hmm. Lemieux is in basically LA. So, um, you know, shipping, it comes pretty quickly. Their education for both lines is really great. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm researching another line right now to see if I might incorporate that. We'll see. I don't know yet. Um, right. But yeah, the research never stops because. Yeah, because there's so many lines. I mean, it's insane. Like, I, you know, just when I think I've got, like, a good good grasp on things, somebody brings up something else. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> what was yeah. that line? So, yeah, there's always something more to learn. 
Right. And like in my experience, I've had a hard time figuring out a good, I haven't found the right product to um, help soften and open up the pores for extractions. What have, what do you like? Okay. So this is what I do. So I, so I'm careful not to ever say open pores just because, okay. you know, we know that they don't open and close, right, but I always right. like to say the right thing just so the client doesn't get confused and be like, wait, right. she said that they don't open yeah, and close, yeah. you know? So I try <laughs> right. to be consistent. Um, but so everything that I do prior to it, to actually doing the extractions is getting the skin ready for it, okay? Mm-hmm. So I do the double cleanse as we all do, mm-hmm. and then I do an enzyme, and then I do mm-hmm. the ultrasonic spatula, and I use steam Mm -hmm. and then so when I'm done with that right after I remove the enzyme I apply Mm -hmm. a hyaluronic serum Mm -hmm. and a light moisturizer and that keeps the skin hydrated because like if you once you turn off that steam once you take that towel off like your skin tightens up right and it's super hard to get those extractions out because the skin isn't like soft anymore right so I have found if I put that serum and moisturizer on, it's a world of difference. Wow. Yeah, really, really helps. Um, it's little my little secret that I don't know that a lot of people know about. Um, right. And then, um, yeah, and then I'll use, I will use an extractor tool, but I only use that on the nose. Okay, and, that was my next question actually yeah. for you. It's the only the only reason I I only use it on the nose because the nose can take more than like your face, and I don't want to scar somebody's face. Right, right, right. Plus, to get my fingers in the shape of somebody's nose and then try to do it quickly because right. extractions on the nose are painful. Like I just found the tool that it was just easier and faster, um, and then I don't dam I don't damage the face. Mm-hmm. So I love I do that. And it works. Uh-huh. That's yes. Some that tool hurts sometimes. I guess if you're not doing it right, it can be it can painful. It can right? be or... really rough. Yeah, but you can move faster with it than you can with your fingers. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I just right. I it's a faster way for it just to be done with. Right. Now, what's your favorite thing to do in a facial? Oh, to do within a facial. Within a facial or your favorite like service? I don't. I mean, are you? What do you do other things besides? Like, do you dermaplane? Do you do? You do peels, right? I do peels. Yes. So I love. I can't do dermaplaning. We're not allowed to here in California. Okay. Um, But I do have my machine, the Thermoclear, and that is absolutely amazing. It's satisfying, and clients Mm -hmm. are thrilled about the results. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also love a good facial because everyone feels better after one, and I love that I can do that for somebody. also, this is really random. Uh, chin waxes I, are, are fun. <laughs> um, I know that sounds crazy. I don't do body waxing anymore, but I do mm-hmm. face waxing. And okay. the, it's it's when those, after you wax and say the, the wax like misses a couple hairs, mm-hmm. when you go to pull them out, it's like that the more, the hair is more coarse. So I don't know. It just makes it fun. I just pull it. I don't know. I know I'm weird, but I just, I find it satisfying. Yeah. Anything that's satisfying is is great. It's Um, really fun. So those are the three things that I love. Um, I mean, I'm never going to get away from facials because I just, I I do, I I enjoy them. I think they're so beneficial for the skin. Mm -hmm. Um, And clients obviously really like them. And, but you know, here's the thing. I don't do anything I don't love anymore. 
you know? Right. I'm at that place now that it's just not something I have to do. So it's why I don't do body waxing. You know, I have a bad back and a bad neck. Like the worst thing Mm -hmm. I should be doing is like hunched over somebody. Yeah. So I don't do all that stuff. Everybody's like, oh, it's easy money and people come back and that's great. But I don't think that I love it. So I don't think I should be doing it. (laughs) You know? That's what people would tell me about the Brazilian. Learn to do the Brazilian. I'm like, I, I just can't. Yeah, I'm just not interested. It's such good money. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, but I, I don't, I'm just, that's not how I want to spend my day. It just isn't, you know? Right. And yeah, I feel like now that. I don't have to. Mm-hmm. So. Um, what's your biggest challenge with patients? Um, I don't know that I really have a lot. I mean, I, my clients are kind of awesome, to be mm-hmm. honest. Um, I don't know how I got so lucky because I... I hear people, because oh, you used to work in a dermatologist's office. Right, right, right. Um, I, I, I feel like, um, uh, oh gosh. So if I have to name one thing, I'll say that the biggest thing is clients come in with a lot of information in their head about skin mm-hmm. and products. So mm-hmm. me trying to convince someone that everything they have ever heard is wrong is not an easy right. thing to do. But right. I was where they were at one point. So mm-hmm. I don't think that I'm smarter, better, anything than them. I just have the knowledge, right. you know, that because I, I, this is my job to have the knowledge, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, when I first started doing all this, you know, there's so much to learn. And I was like, wait, this is the opposite. Like, how am I going to retrain my brain? Right. So now I had to retrain my brain. Now I have to do my clients. So mm-hmm. it's it's hard. So my biggest thing is I just educate. I'm not going to convince anybody because right. that's not my job because they're either going to believe you or, you or they're not going to. Mm-hmm. I'm very honest, very straightforward. So um, I, I just stick with that and I stick with um, educating them and, and hope that they know that I'm trying to do what's best you know, for their skin. So now, Do you have new clients come in with like, pictures of their products or the products they're using um I always have them write them down on the consultation mm-hmm. form right, right. um mm-hmm. you know not I mean sometimes people bring in all their stuff I don't require right. that they do that right, right um but yeah they um or they'll just tell me you know they'll you know they might fill out on the form oh, I don't remember the name or whatever right, so right. um you know at the end of the day it doesn't really matter what they're using I mean it does to right. an extent but if I can look at their skin and I can see whatever they're doing isn't working mm-hmm. That's all I need to know. Right. You right. know? And- I hope you guys all enjoyed that conversation with Stacy. Isn't she so sweet? Um, she just has a really sweet voice. So I wouldn't mind if she was my esthetician. Um, so again, don't forget to follow me on social media at PureSkinOC. Visit my website, PureSkinOC.com. If you have questions, you can always reach out. Devin at PureSkinOC. And then, of course, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Thank you so much. I hope you guys enjoy it. Part two will be coming out next week. Thanks so much. Bye.